and welcome to the Old Nerd in the Gym podcast. Today we are going to talk about what are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. I Hi. Remember. Hi. We're talking about the prize. Hi, Jerry, how are you today? I'm good, Julie. How are you? I'm dandy. Just dandy. Jim dandy at that. Jim dandy. That's a great <laughs> pizza place. Oh. People... Again with the local references. <laughs> You're not going to know. Jim Dandy's is a pizza place. They have no that. website. They don't take credit cards. And, you know, it's they're not open on Monday. a guy and a counter and an oven. And it's delicious. <laughs> it's great pizza. It's cheap, too. Okay. We're going to talk about the prize, but I got I got a story for you. You got a story for me? Yeah. So, like, uh, we were talking about sleep on one of the other podcasts, Once right? Upon a time. Yeah. No, not that kind of story. It's more like, it was a dark night. and stormy night. No. Ooh. No, it was... Um, Spooky. No spooky. That we gotta save that for October. This is, you know, the end of February <laughs> here. No, so uh one night recently sleeping, I dreamed I was eating shredded wheat. You dreamed you were eating shredded wheat. I was eating sweated wheat. <laughs> you were eating <laughs> I was eating sweated wheat. <laughs> sweated wheat. Sweated wheat. Okay. I was eating shredded wheat. You dreamed you were eating shredded the wheat. The whole night. Really? That's a weird dream. All night long. Yep. Did you wake up and you were out of shredded wheat? No, I woke up and half the mattress and two pillows were missing. Wow, you must have been really hungry in that dream. What was worse was the... But you know, the mouthful of feathers that I had was just terrible. One night I dreamed that I was a TP and the next night I dreamed I was a wigwam. Don't do this one. The therapist told me that I was too tense. Okay. (laughs) All right, we're just going to start over completely. Why? Those are great. <laughs> leave, leave this run because I've got to correct you. Uh-huh. A wigwam is not a tent of any kind. A wigwam is made of mud and sticks. You realize you're the only no, person I'm not. who does not has not actually made a wigwam. I live in the land who of Blue knows, Jacket and Tecumseh. Who knows what a wigwam is? Wigwams were made by the ancient Indians. They were they were not made of teepee or, or what we make teepees out gr- of. What a um, gremlin is before it becomes a gremlin. Okay, a no. So the rest of my story was, <laughs> since you interrupted me, the rest of my sleeping story was after Ooh. I dreamt. That, I'm not even going to give you anything for that. The, the rest of we get to the topic in a minute, folks. Hang in there. So the rest of the story was the next dream after that. I dreamt I was in front of a door with a sign on it. Okay, what did the sign say? Well, I pushed and I pushed on the door. It said pull. It wouldn't it? open. The sign said pull. <laughs> That's an old far side. Uh, yeah, they stole that. Because... School for the gifted, and it says pull. And it's just pushing <laughs> He's on the pushing door. on it. Cool. That's my favorite far side cartoon. You should look it up if you love far side. I wonder if Santa and the elves went to a school for the gifted. Oh, that's terrible. Come on. Aren't the children the ones that are gifted? They're the gifty. Oh, that's true. The They're the gifters. Gifter. A gifter. Isn't that somebody that cons you? It is. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's a grifter. I thought that was Congress. Oh. Oh. That's appropriate today. Let's move on. So. Uh, we our, cut that out. Our top, no, we're not going to cut that out. <laughs> so our top, I don't think anybody's going to disagree that Congress is a waste of our tax, tax dollars. Okay. So today we're talking about the prize. And what we mean by that is keeping your eye on the prize. For some people, keeping an exercise and fitness routine can be tough if you don't have a long-term goal or something that you want to accomplish. So the best example is from what I was doing when I started my fitness uh, routines. The problem was that I couldn't see the point of sitting in a gym and doing the push-ups and doing the weights and, and all that stuff. It just seemed to go nowhere. You know, if you're sitting in the gym, you're probably not working out very hard. Well, yeah. Unless you're like on a Well, no, I, there's, I do rowers and all that stuff. But the, the point is that you're in the gym and you're, you're trying to find a focus for it. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have somewhere for it to go, I was going to get burnout. And it just seemed like 
I needed something. Yeah, you tend to get bored. I tend yeah. to get bored if my routine is the same all the time. That's why I try to mix it up with swimming and yoga and Right. And so workouts. For and- some people, you can get over that by just mixing it up. So I'm I'm going to skip over that part. So let's assume that sometimes you can just alter your routine a little bit and that'll take you out of it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't always just about getting bored, but to have a way to program, especially if you don't have a trainer, some way to program what you're doing so that you can focus your efforts a little bit better towards a, a common goal at the end. You're going to have a lot of smaller goals, like right. maybe you want to lose 20 pounds, let's say, but that's got to be over the course of six or eight months or a year or whatever. And you're going to, well, the first couple of months, I'm going to lose three pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, make realistic goals that you can hit. Well, if you have realistic goals, it's also better to stay motivated, easier to stay motivated for me because I can see that I am working towards something and I'm getting there. You right. Know, when you see that you've made some progress, then you want to keep going. Right. So by providing yourself with something you want to do in the in the end, that works out pretty well. So let's say that you're one of those people for whom changing it up is not enough. Right. You have to have something to, to shoot for. So for me, I this is a kind of a fun story. I was paying my father's property taxes one day. Uh, I had only been at the fitness stuff for maybe two months, going on the third month. And I'd been working out, going swimming, all this other stuff. And I was doing core things, just all sorts of things. But it really had nowhere to go. But So I was coming out of the tax office and laying there on a the table was a, a card, like an ad brochure card for um, a bike ride. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a century ride. So for those of you who are not in, not familiar with cycling, a century ride is 100 miles. And it's an endurance. All at once. All at once. On purpose. On purpose. We have no real place to go. But it's... I mean, like, in one day. Yeah, it's typically within six or seven hours. So, and that depends. That's a fairly slow person is doing it seven, six or seven hours. And that, so I picked this thing up and I'm like, I can do this. This should be, because I used to do cycling all the time, as you've seen through, if you've read some of the blogs or listened to some of the podcasts, I used to ride for 4H. I used to ride for all sorts of stuff in competitions. So I thought this would be a great thing if I could focus my efforts towards being able to ride this 100 mile. I just couldn't even imagine. So you figured maybe six or eight months to train for that? Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be logical. Logical would at least be three months, uh-huh. you know, just because... Depending on where your fitness level is to start with. Well, my fitness level wasn't terrible, but right. it certainly wasn't anywhere near that. And the bigger issue was I didn't even own a bike yet. Not that kind of bike. An endurance. It's an endurance ride. So to explain an endurance ride, you're literally just, you're not trying to beat any time unless it's, you know, in your own head or you're, this isn't a race. You're just trying to finish. So you're trying to get across that hundred mile line. It's like a marathon. You're trying to go for a certain amount of yeah, time, but you a wanna... marathon for yourself. If you're not trying to beat anyone. Yeah, exactly. If you're not, you know, you're not a Kenyan, you're not going to win the marathon. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So what? Kenyans typically take the marathon prize at Boston and other places. It's a Everywhere? very, a I lot of places. only at the Olympics. No, a lot of places. Kenyans are, that they, they have a, a history of doing that. So unless you're somebody who's really out there to win it, or most of the time you're just trying to beat your own prize. Right. Um, so you're doing this for what purpose? I'm looking at this card and I'm thinking, not a problem, right? This is late February. Whereas most of us would look at that and be like, that's insane. <laughs> Why would anyone ride a hundred? Well, miles? when I told you all this, <laughs> that's the exact same look you got at least three to five to seven times. I got that look for from at least four or five people right yes. right away. And I was looking at the thing, and I and I looked at the dates, and this was like February thirteenth, fifteenth, something somewhere around there. And I look at my phone, and it's May the sixth. This event, so I had what roughly two months to get this down to about seven weeks. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't add. Nine. 
Nine weeks. So I've got these nine weeks to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a bike, mm-hmm. but I had decided that if these, if I was going to keep this fitness stuff up, if I was going to maintain this, the weight loss that I had going on and the, and the core exercising I was doing, trying to build up my hips and my legs, if I was going to do that, it had to sit, go somewhere. And what a better place than something I already knew how to do. It also gave you a reason to be doing all the other strength training. Well, that was the point. Yeah. It, it helped me add some stuff to it too. Right. So now that I focused it, it made it easier to go into the gym every day, to swim every day, to whatever, because cycling is is incredibly um, dependent upon your core. Mm-hmm. We don't think about that. We think about riding a bike, it's our legs, right? right. But, but you're sitting upright the whole time. You have to sit upright, you have to balance. You don't think about all that. So there's a lot to do with your core in there. So I had roughly these you know, eight or nine weeks to do this, and I didn't have a bike yet. I did not get a bike until March 11th, so almost three weeks later before I had a bike. Well, that's important if you're going to buy equipment to do the research. So Yeah, and I did. It's a good thing. I checked out a lot of different things, went to a lot of different places, did a lot of research on the equipment, and I was just stunned at how much the technology had changed since I bought a bike before, which would have been some 20, 25, 26 years earlier. It was around 1992. Uh, dinosaurs were still roaming. I appreciate that, yes. And yes. the bike's wheels were made out of stone, and they were square. Um, so, <laughs> it didn't work very well. It didn't. It was kind of, kind of thumpy when you're going down the road. The thumpy. hills were easier. You just sort of slid, so. <laughs> um, no, but just picking that one thing for me to do. And then I had something to work for. Now, again, you weren't wrong and it's a little bit crazy mm-hmm. to... My fitness goals are a little bit more measurable and, 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 you know, rational. Oh, that was measurable. That was easily measurable. A little bit more rational for the typical human being who is not you. Um, safer is probably a better yes. way to... <laughs> Because I really pushed it. But I was riding almost every day there for a while. I'd go My out at 530. goals are more uh, don't get winded on stairs. Well, you know. but, you know, there's something to be said for that. If you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to be just less less lethargic. Mm-hmm. You want to feel better. You want to breathe easier. Things like that. That is just as important. So you have to time that. Figure out what exercises are required to get you there. Get a trainer. Get some videos. Do something so that you have this thing. So for the cycling, what I had to... I, here's the other thing I didn't consider. I had never been on one of these new road bikes. Not once. I had no idea how they shifted. Mm-hmm. The brakes are different. Everything about this bike was like night and day. So I had to learn all Still of that. It had wheels in a seat. It had wheels in a seat, and I knew how to ride it upright, But the out, and I knew how to shift the gears. Outside of that, I had to start over because the thing weighed nothing. I had to learn clipping my feet into the pedals. I had to learn... Oh, and the clothes. We're not even going to talk about the clothes. That was hard. But I didn't think about about all the other stuff on top of my workouts. Right. So when you pick something that you want to focus on, let's say you want to be a better swimmer or you want to do, um, eventually, maybe in a couple of years, you want to do a half Ironman or something where you want to be able to just, that's just for fun. Or maybe you just want to do the 5K walk for autism that's coming up. Right. Um, things like that. And you need to be in a certain fitness mind to do that. So it's important to remember those things. So the things that go with that also, even if you're just doing a, a fitness walk, you know, a, a charity walk, you need good shoes. Right. You need to dress appropriately. I mean, that's all part away from the getting in better shape for it. Yes, that's a whole separate thing on equipment and yeah. what's necessary for each thing. But you can start a workout with very little equipment and very little uh, money output and just to get you going. So that's where the short-term goals are to come into play. You can have a short-term goal of, you know, I'd like to go back to Friday hard yoga and not feel in as much pain. So okay, we have, to, it, we have to explain that. So when we, if you read my <laughs> yoga are, blog. We are yoga novices and the <laughs> Friday class was a little overwhelming. 
saying. So Thank you to the Antioch next... Wellness Center for breaking our spirits. <laughs> they're, they're all lovely teachers and they're all they lovely are. classes. They're we amazing. were just not ready for it. But so. but we got through it. Yes. And I and we realized we I actually die, so. we actually liked it. I did like it. I'm just not ready to go back yet. <laughs> I need to go to like a month more of like regular. So we are currently yoga. we are currently enrolled in something called gentle yoga. Thank you, Carmen, our teacher. She's amazing. She's, um, very, she's very patient. <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably the youngest people in the room, which is fine because I like being in that group. I don't feel like I have to measure up to something because there are hardline yoga people too. Oh yes, just like any other any other thing you're doing. There's there's these traditionalists or these like really gung ho. There was a lady on Tuesday that looked very long and bendy, almost like like a a chenille stick, you know, a pipe. <laughs> and really she had was no problem like with a it. pipe cleaner, and she was like you know the size of a twig and just bendy and well, a little and, intimidating. And, and you got to keep in mind for these for this long term goal that you set. Uh, Julie made a good point about how um, it should be attainable. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go for the hundred miler. I'm not ever suggesting anybody do that. I happen to be a little bit crazy when I decide to do something. <laughs> they got to watch. They, meaning my family and my friends, they got to watch me go from never having set foot in a locker to finishing my hundred kilometer ride. And yeah. I did a hundred kilometers. They made me turn around. Yes. I got to tell you, um, I got halfway, almost to the halfway mark for the for the hundred kilometer. And it was a double ride. So you could do the metric one or the full 100 miles. And in that very first ride, I had to turn around because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have made it. So those measurable goals was I wanted to at least complete that. Yes. So give yourself a break. The 100 kilometer was my break. Mm -hmm. It was okay. I finished. You had to be talked into it. Well, I did. But there were. I think my legs were talking louder than you guys were. (laughs) Part of your brain knew that you were not quite ready. This is not good. (laughs) I had 40 miles to go and there was no way I was going to be able to make it. So there was. I, I turned around. And, you know, I still got my medal because I did the, the metric version. But uh, and everyone since then that I've done has been a full 100 miles. Right. And that 100 miles after 10 weeks or 12 weeks of training, full on training, not right. just, you know, the last month, that made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Now my fitness level was a certain point. And then you can do other charity walks if that's the thing you're going to mm-hmm. do. Well, that brings up a good point that you were doing everything on a routine basis. Your yes. training was focused. Yeah. It was, you know, the same most of the time. Right. Right. It was altered to suit the thing I was trying to accomplish. Right. But it was still focused on your ultimate goal. And you did, you know, 10 miles and then you did 15 and then you did 20. Oh, yeah. That's a good point because I, I didn't just jump to the 100. I should no, have no, no. I should have clarified that. <laughs> um, I started out the, the on March 11th. I bought the bike. I sussed it out and kind of got comfortable with it, just looking at it and going over all its controls and everything until the next morning. Mm-hmm. And I think you were there when I did my first ride. It was you met me and, and Barbara and somebody it was just the two of you guys, I think. Possibly. Um, it was 28 degrees outside on March 12th on a Sunday morning, and I took it out for a ride, and I thought I was going to die. No kidding. I went two and a half <laughs> miles, came home, and thought, what was I thinking? Yeah. I'm never going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, we are in Ohio, by the way, so March is not, you know, like the optimal time to start biking. No, but it was required it was if I was going to do it. And now I have, I mean, you'll see pictures and information on the website about this, but I have a trainer that I use indoors. So y- you also need to and it's a, it's a trainer is a piece of equipment for yeah cycling, sorry the, the way, bike sits a in a person it. who stands indoors and tells no i'm afraid that's me <laughs> i'm telling my own self I'm what afraid to do that's you for me too i know right so the trainer device is a machine that the bike actually sits in so you don't have to ride a spin bike when you're on the bike you're on the actual bicycle you're using on on the rides and it, it's better for 
for you if you're doing endurance rides because you get more comfortable with it. Right. So um, just exercising on a spin bike is mm-hmm. fine. But if you really want to get comfortable with your bike, put it on a trainer so you can feel how the seat feels after two hours mm-hmm. and you don't have to walk back. You know, I mean, it's right. That makes it easier. But those goals, that's all part of, of meeting that long term goal. Right. So you set smaller short term goals that will lead you to your long term goal. That's an important point, I think, to make sure you have something along the way. You can't say, I'm going to lose 70 pounds in a year and not have anything in between you and that top of the mountain of 70 pounds. You have to say, you know, I'm going to run three miles and then next month I'll be able to run five miles in the same amount of time on a treadmill. Or, you know, you have to have a little steps along the way. Right. And it it's makes it easier too. It's not an elevator. It's a set of stairs. You well, right. And if, a little at a time. If something happens that makes you suspend what you're doing for a while, let's say family and life gets in the way. Or you twist your ankle. You, you twist your ankle. You hurt yourself. Then at least you've met some goal and you don't feel like you failed. Right. Because one of the things that will, I, I don't know what the, maybe you know the psychological terms for this, but one of the things that I think really stops people is when they go to a certain point and something happens and it totally derails what they're trying to do. Right. And then they just feel like failures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you see this after Christmas and after New Year's when they make the New Year's resolutions and they get to February and realize, I didn't lose the 30 pounds I was going to lose in four weeks. I'm like, well, come on. Loss, they call it a plateau. There you go. Where you've gotten to a point where, you know, the the first three or four weeks where you're eating a lot better and you're working out, you're going to lose a couple pounds. And some of that's going to be water. But in weight loss, they call it a plateau. And then some, a lot of people, when they reach that plateau, they have a hard time keeping going because it's not going to be at the same rate. So they start to lose you know, motivation and their self-esteem goes down because, oh, I lost three pounds last week, but I only right. lost one pound this week. So you have to realize it's not going to be you know, exactly the same every week and stress is going to relate to that. And if you don't, don't beat yourself up. If you didn't get to the gym one day, just make sure you go the next. Yeah, and and make your gym schedule something that you can maintain because that's and always I'm going to keep saying this throughout the next you know 15 20 minutes of this is keep your eye on the prize. The thing that you want at the end does not have to come at the exact moment that you thought it would. Right. If you get halfway there mm-hmm. and you're not halfway through the time frame that you gave yourself, that's okay. It's right. I mean unless you're training for an event or something and the, you have someone pushing you and really it's hard to do can that. Always be adjusted. The deadline can be adjusted. This is all up to you so um to even p- if your deadline is just something like when i get to you know day or christmas yeah or you say you know when i get down to 20 pounds from now i'm gonna buy myself a new dress right that's a and a reward is really really helpful yeah. even if it's something small yeah go out to dinner you know go to dairy queen that's my reward after and and after that's, bike rides that's counterproductive tacos <laughs> that's very counterproductive <laughs> yeah don't do all that no it's not if you if you you know, if you're going to the Dairy Queen once because you're rewarding yourself for something you did over months, I think that's probably okay. Yes, it is okay. Don't go crazy. Um, don't, and don't. What was it that uh, former President Clinton used to do? Jog to McDonald's every day? Jogging to McDonald's to get a Big Mac <laughs> and a diet soda. So that makes no sense. kind of doing backwards results there. I really like those Big Macs. Come on over here and get one. <laughs> He's loving it. <laughs> So now McDonald's can pay me for that, but uh, they're not going to. But don't go eating McDonald's, please. That's not a good thing. Yes. Um, again, we have actually cycled what twenty some miles to the next town to get to Dairy Queen when we went we did. To in Indiana. Yeah, we were in it. We were at a little town. If you ever visit a town in Indiana, it's called Shipshawana. It's in northern Indiana. It's a beautiful little town. It's all um, Amish country and a neat place there called the Blue Gate Inn, which is a beautiful little hotel and it's got a restaurant and a gift shop and all the sorts game of stuff. Room. An amazing game room. 
they have uh, it was black light uh black light air hockey right was it had the it? funny lights oh, on it wasn't it and... ping pong was it no it wasn't ping... no they had they ping had pong ping pong and air hockey yeah there was a lot of stuff and a pool okay i went for the bike I'm ride 12 on the <laughs> you really are 12 <laughs> um but we went for the bike ride it was a fitness weekend and we, you know what we'll probably do a, a couple more of those this year but that was two years ago yes. and the whole purpose behind it was to get us out on the bike and since then both you and barbara now have better bikes we do we have better ways to carry them <laughs> oh yes if you're gonna you do don't bikes have to be like a, a expectant mother all the way to indiana <laughs> hey you were carrying my baby on the back of that little car of yours <laughs> with um, three babies on the back of the <laughs> three ba- i was only worried about the one i didn't care about care as about much about bikes. the other two no so we get there and we the, this trail is really cool because we were going from shipsawana to the next town which actually we did it backwards we did you're supposed to start there and go the other way but um there was we, a dairy like queen to do everything backwards yes there was a dairy queen at the other end <laughs> and there's so my motivation that's a measurable goal <laughs> that's a measurable goal so also it was cold because it was april 1st i didn't think it was that cold well for for april and for you know we were bundled up pretty good it got warmer Mm -hmm. because it took us a while to do that ride the sweating it was what 20 miles total 18 Um, something like that it was like eight or nine miles back it was 11 from the spot on the trail to the other spot on the trail, but it took us two or three miles to get to that trail. So right. it ended up being something like 22. Oh, that's right. You had to ride to it, like it from the hotel. That's well, it's right. my longest ride, so I remember. That was your longest ride. Or but we've done miles. longer ones after that. 25. Yeah, we're going to do, we're gonna do another no, one. No, I didn't finish the 25, did I? No, that was a 30. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was dumb. On that, the rolling hills. That was, of, I can't know. <laughs> that was not a, a pleasure. There was nothing it rolling was about those hills. as a, a quiet ride through the countryside. Well, it was quiet. Sweet roll. Because nobody was sweet, around us. They were passing sweet, us. Sweet, kind little hills, and they made it sound so peaceful. 60 degree incline. <laughs> yeah. That ends in Route 4. <laughs> it, it, yeah. In the highway. Yeah. So uh, we're spending a lot of time on the cycling, but keep in mind, I mean, those that might have been too much, you know, trying to hit that. I did the 30, but I certainly didn't do it. too much because I, I realized my limitation at that point. You know, that was the day I taught you to shift the bike, right? Well, I had only had it two days. <laughs> So it was probably poorly planned on my part. Um, I and and folks listening to this, I mean, keep in mind that if you look back at some of my material that I've written for Old Nerd, you'll see that I started this very late in life. Mm-hmm. But I've always been very very active in a lot of different ways. I did a lot of stage work. I had to maintain a certain level of of health. But I never had a goal. I didn't have that prize in mind. So as you're developing your your workout routine, and in uh, you know most of the time in our podcast we talk about the caregiver situation and all that. This applies to everyone. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you're doing, have a goal in mind. Maybe you want to Maybe you want to do the bike ride. Maybe you want to be able to walk that that uh, charity walk the next summer. Whatever it is, it should be something that you can that you really like. For one thing, yes, find something that makes you happy or means something to you, like a charity, yeah, charity ride or a charity walk or you know. I, w- I wish they had that autism thing as a bike ride. I would totally do that. There's a, the Alzheimer's bike ride in Michigan. There's so well, there's good one. well, we did that last year. There's yeah. an, um, also uh, if you're looking for something like that to do Young's Dairy in Yellow Springs, Ohio. People come from all over the country to do that one. It's in July. Yes, and they have it a is great walk, and there's a lot of different distances, tons different of stuff. It's a it's a bike ride. Levels. It's a whole bike. They have the um, they have a walk with the it. Walk thing the other weekend. Oh, okay. So yeah, check out check out Young's Dairy's website. You can look that up anywhere. They do a lot of those. Um, but those kinds of things, look around your local area. I mean, no matter where you are, there's going to be a charity walk, a bike ride, something that you might want to do. Um, 
I would probably... And if you are a caregiver, there's probably more than likely one that would go along with whatever diagnosis your patient has. Oh, sure. Has. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, maybe you can find something that if it's a 5K, you can push them part of the way in a wheelchair if they're not ambulatory. A or lot of the people bring, a lot of people who uh, who do the Alzheimer's walk here in Dayton will bring their family member with them. Right. And they, they'll either walk a wheel, walk or they'll do a wheelchair. And that one is the one that's around the Dayton Dragon Stadium? Uh, it? Yes, it is. They, they, I think it starts at the Dragons. So it's at a baseball stadium. So you don't even starts have at a baseball to worry stadium. about being out on the street. It's very safe. It goes out, but it's in the park area, I think. Um, used to be at Carillon Historical Park. Right. And that was pretty cool because that was all internalized as well. But but look around your area. Just do a search for Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or whatever the thing Autism, is that you have. Anything that means something to you. There's something for everybody. Pink to ribbon do. girls. Every pink ribbon. I buy things on Amazon. Pink ribbon. Look for girls pink ribbon money. girls. Yep. So um, any of those kinds of things, there are lots of ways you can do that. But you know the the whole purpose of our discussion here is really just set that prize. Figure out what that thing is that's going to be the, the the nail on the head there so that you've got the, the thing you're trying to focus on has a place to go, right. a uh, way for you to Find your motivator maneuver. or your reward at the end of that. What's what's a motivator for you? Um, I, I mean, I know we've been slacking a little bit lately, I have to admit, because we've been my, trying to spin up our work. But My entire fitness thing is about being healthier and um, losing weight ultimately, but more about being healthier and having more energy and breathing better because I snore terribly and I have terrible issues so and you think that that, so, that will help right and sleep apnea but uh, my biggest motivator is our son because I don't want to die and he's only 13 so <laughs> that's an and important we're trying motivator. to also set and a better I'm example to for teach him, him too yeah to be a fitness person as well of course he's fit. you know he eats like a bean and he's done he's a skinny little one he eats like a bean yes yeah so um, no <laughs> Star Trek reference sorry <laughs> he's uh, he is a gamer so we have to kind of make him go outside but he's enjoying basketball so he is and you know that's the thing too incorporate for you caregivers and that means parents mm -hmm. I forget that a lot of times I mean as a yeah. parent you are a caregiver you even are. though it's not the kind like with a Parkinson's patient or something you still have that same thing you can bring the kids along yeah take them to the gym play basketball with them and go do anything be a great motivator too because uh, apparently there's an obesity crisis in children in our country there is we, we yeah. haven't touched on stuff like that but there are but, a lot of articles about but it there's no harm in having children be outdoors and be healthy and no my mom used to <gasps> throw us outside in the summer as soon as the sun, we ate breakfast and said didn't come back don't come back until dinner <laughs> and i was a big tomboy i was up in a tree most of my childhood so. i was in stuck. a tree or in the woods or in a creek somewhere. my mom used to run me up a tree because i would get in trouble and then she'd chase me up there <laughs> yeah, that's you running away oh right that's different she um, wasn't running you up a tree she ran me up the tree that was just the only place that i could that she couldn't get me <laughs> so i would wait till she got tired of waiting and she'd go back and in the house had to come down eventually. eventually she knew that and i would still get in trouble but um <laughs> all the while she's laughing because i would scurry up this entire tree and people didn't think i would be able to walk even and here i was at the top of this freaking maple tree and You're looking down at part squirrel aren't you I you do. You're a climber. I was a climber, yeah. You're I, still a climber. I guess I am, aren't I? You climb up to clean the gutters like on a Tuesday with no ladder. So if your reason. goal is to learn to climb to to clean the gutters, yes. You know that to be healthier to maintain your home. Yes, that's a good goal too. That's not a bad goal actually. No, it's not. Cuz you don't you're not going to have to hire, you know, a crew to come in. And... Imagine the money you can save if you clean out your own gutters. And if or the money are, you don't have that you have to We clean. are not advocating people who should not be on ladders being Please on ladders. stay off ladders. Yes. Be safe. Have somebody to spot you tie the ladder down do whatever else you're supposed to do before you do something that's our public service announcement <laughs> um but keep in mind 
which things that you you want to do and um you know if you can't direct it yourself seek out a trainer yeah. uh look look at the gym that you work out in um why ywcas a lot of times will have a list of you know kind of approved people that they've talked to or they have some connection to don't just get somebody yeah. off the internet ask for referrals from people they also have workshops uh, a lot of places will have a, or community areas will have workshops so you can try something out i used to do uh what i called old lady zumba with my mom <laughs> it's like dance fighting, but not dance fighting. It's dance workouting. It's like West Side Story, but with old ladies in sneakers. Oh, sorry, uh, it's it's Zumba Gold. It's dancing, and it's like a kind of you know Taibo dance and run around, jump up and down. Kind of it's exercise when you don't realize you're exercising. That's my favorite kind. Okay, like tennis or doing an. Activity. You know that's a really good point because doing a lot of people that is fun and it's actually secretly exercise. So this is a good way to figure out what that prize is. Right. If there's something you like doing, like Zumba or tennis or roller skating or mm-hmm. bowling, and you realize that you go bowling and you're getting exhausted before the third or fourth frame, mm-hmm. it's time to do something about that. Right. And I realize you go to a bowling alley and sometimes you see people are not exactly the health nuts that some other folks are. Bowling is exercise. It's the pizza. It is exercise. The it's the other the stuff. It's the beer the and the everything. I, I was so happy when bowling alleys, when, when the no smoking indoors laws were passed. And then bowling alleys were nicer places to be you in. You can bring your family. The cigarettes were gone. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. I don't care if somebody has a beer while they're doing stuff, but I didn't want to, I couldn't breathe in their stuff. So right. now you can go to something like this, but let's say that's the thing you want to do. Or laser tag. We did laser tag. It was totally fun and I was sweaty. Yeah. It's a great workout. I mean, Believe that sounds not. silly, but it, you're running around and the kids are in there and you're having a great time. Mm-hmm. You can incorporate the whole family. You're ducking behind things. You're moving up and down. You're hopping. But what if that's the thing you like doing? What if hiking with your family is something you like doing and you mm-hmm. get winded after the first quarter mile? Right. Those are those prizes that you want to look into. So find whatever brings you joy. Yeah. And you can usually translate that into some time of activity. Don't pay any attention to what I think is fun. You yeah. need to do what's fun to you because right. 100 most, miles. Most of us don't think eight weeks to, to train for a 100 mile ride would be fun at all. You know what? Today is February 27th. We're recording this on it Wednesday, is. the 27th of February. In the year of 2019. 2019. And my first 100 mile ride of the year is on May the 4th. Uh-huh. May the 4th be with me. May the 4th be with you? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to get you like a... I'm going to do... I could do a Star Wars theme. sci-fi Star Wars jersey. Jersey. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Um, <laughs> we'll so, get somebody to dress up with a Death Star t-shirt on. You can just chase it all the way down. And oddly, today was about 40 <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah. And uh, we were working all day today, but uh, today would have been an ideal day to start. Right. And the outdoor training. I do stuff inside already, but um, this is... I've given myself now... This is February. I've given myself an extra month from the first time I did that, but it's kind of an anniversary for me. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, this week... I chose to start all of this nonsense. Yes, it was your, I'm ter- feeling, uh, it was sort of a midlife crisis moment, I would say. At 50? <laughs> well, you could live to be 100. That's not Well, I decided it on my 49th birthday. Right. Um, also, you really spun it up in the winter. I did. Because, well, I was swimming. Mm-hmm. I mean, and all most of the stuff I was doing was indoors. So it also depends on where you are about what you're going to So you have to kind of keep in mind where that is and, you know, what kind of things you're going to head for. Right. If you want to go surfing and you live in Ohio, you may have a little problem. So They have the indoor things. That's not surfing. No, it's not. No, it's not. No surfer it worth his salt. to watch people fall down there. Well, I can imagine that. <laughs> I've never been to one of those things. but They have a... 
indoor water parks now. So if you know water yeah. slides, if for you like some to reason, swim, you know swimming is a great is probably the best it's one. It's a really good all all over workout. We're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about individual uh, different types of things like this, like cycling, like swimming. We're gonna try to get some folks on to talk. I'll probably talk about the cycling stuff when we get there, but we'll have other people that can talk about the other things. Yes. Like maybe and, you want to run. Right. I can't run. So, but stay stay tuned for that. Find this thing. What I, my my last plea, we're almost out of time, but um find whatever brings you joy. Yes, you said Try that to before. Translate that into something that is help you motivate yourself. To will motivate you. Keep you focused. Yes. And keep you focused and focus your energy towards something that you want to do. That'll help a trainer too because if you say I'd really like to ride this 100 mile ride in, right. you know, 2 months, mm-hmm. he can say here's what we need to do to get you there. Yes. So, that's that will really he really or help. Or she can do that. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of the proverbial he, sorry. Proverbial. Um I'm using the royal. Most he. of the most it's of the, the royal we. Well, it is. Most of the trainers I know are female, so <laughs> it's like I don't know a lot of male trainers. But um, what were you going to say? I was just going to just say, have a few minutes when left. You find that motivation. Make sure that you give yourself small, measurable goals over time. Don't be crazy and think I'm going to lose sixty pounds next week because that's not healthy or safe. Right, uh, and be careful about stuff like that. As always, we will say consult your physician before right. you start any exercise program or start right. any supplements or doing anything like that. We're just regular people. We're not experts. We're not experts on that in stuff. Any medical or nutritional field. We are sharing so. our experience and we'll be bringing you some experts who can talk That's about right. that stuff. We're... But regardless, you need to talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're healthy enough for all this stuff and that right. you don't have any other issues. But have fun with it. Find something that you enjoy. Yes. That's really the whole point. And one last thing, head out there to our social media and like and share our social media posts on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's at Old Nerd Fitness. So have a look at those things and share everything. Please Let's comment to us if you try something new or if you oh, want, yeah, we want to hear want to hear something on the podcast. We really want to know what you guys want to do. So, you know, you don't just listen to us talk. Keep an you eye out for live Facebook events, too. We're going to start gonna doing do those. some live Facebook videos and we're going to get some experts in here, nutritionists and other, you know, aspects. So we really want to have fun with this and let you guys, you know, contribute to to be an interactive show. Yeah. So keep your eyes on the prize and remember the old nerd. And what does the old nerd say? Get up and get out there. See you next time, everybody. Thanks. Now here's Jerry with your Old Nerd in the Gym fitness tip of the day. If you're trying to meet specific exercise goals, here are some tips that can help. First, exercise daily. That means at least one hour a day of active exercise. Two, eat the right foods and portion each meal appropriately. Remember, overeating usually happens between meals. Three, keep track of food and calorie intake every day. Four, be sure to get good sleep. If you don't know how to do that, refer to one of our podcasts all about sleep and the old nerd. And finally, do your best to stay motivated. For more great tips and information, visit oldnerdinthegym.com. Have a great day.